and welcome to the LifeWatch Eric podcast, A Window on Science. If you're joining us for perhaps the second or third time, you'll know that this introductory series, this first season, um, is to explain the work being done by LifeWatch Eric, the e-science infrastructure for biodiversity and ecosystem research. Thank you very much for joining us. I'm Julian Kenny, and today it's my pleasure to be interviewing LifeWatch Eric Chief Technology Officer, Dr. Juan Miguel Gonzalez Aranda, known to everyone as Juan Mi, online from Seville, Spain. Good morning, Juan Mi. How are you? Good morning, Julian. Good morning, everyone. Thank you very much for this invitation. You are so kind and very happy and honored to be here today. Thanks so much for this initiative. It's very good to have you. Listen, look, the, the internal joint initiative is, is about building a platform to help scientists work across temporal and spatial scales that were not possible before. Now, that, that's a technological achievement, isn't it? Well, not just. Um, in fact, the IGI is the central project undertaken by Lightwatch Eric in its five, first five years to address issues of non-indigenous and invasive species and their impacts on ecosystems in the context of climate change. It has brought together ecologists, ICT technicians, software engineers, molecular geneticists, and data managers to build a disruptive technology platform that unites resources and web services so that it produces science-based knowledge at pan-European or national scales the information essential needed to help to protect the Earth ecosystems. In fact, a virtual research environment to assist scientific communities in their research to quantify the effects of climate change and impacts of invasive species on ecosystems as one of the big five of ecology, as we now jointly with biodiversity ecosystem services and functioning compound impacts, climate change and habitat fragmentation loss. Okay, so you mentioned there, I think the, the centre of, um, of what we're talking about today, the virtual research environment. What is a virtual research environment, Juanmi? A virtual research environment, let's say, is an open science source web-based system of services to help collaborative working under the paradigm of the so-called e-research collaboration. It includes data sets, user support systems, tools for data analysis and visualization. In fact, the technical composability layer, the Siract Viewery, helps the user locate the desired services and combine them into workflows according to the nature of their users, researchers and technologists, decision makers and environmental managers, small, medium or big companies, entrepreneurs, and last but not least, citizen scientists. One of the Tesseract virtual research environment main components is LifeBlock, our blockchain platform, deployed in order to guarantee the provenance, traceability, antitemporary of data, publications, media and services and even beyond to properly reward for the use of those data by assuring the correct attribution. 
authorship. A second functionality, the socioeconomic tokenization of ecosystem services. But that's another story to come soon, if I may. Indeed, first steps in language Eric Vieri were to harmonize metadata across the distributed resources. First, vertical integration, then horizontal, making all these resources available in the one place in a fair way. <laughs> fair. Now, I know that this is an acronym. What is fair? Fair. A very nice word, by the way. Term, you know, <laughs> Julian. But, but, but going to the point you asked me, it's a very interesting, a very good question. Why? Because fair, fair, fair data, data management. management. Yes, yeah. those are the principles that were proposed by 2016, if I remember, uh, by the so-called Research Data Alliance, RDA, and other outstanding international stakeholders and organizations on data management, global plans, and related policies to make data reusable and avoid duplication. Something that seems simple, but not so much simple indeed. I will explain what this acronym means. F is for findable, properly described metadata and a unique persistent identifier, the so-called persistent identifiers PIDs, okay? Right. DA, DA stands for accessible and stable to humans and machines and kept in a trustworthy repository, okay? Yeah. Well, the I is for interoperable. They share a formal and broadly, broadly applicable language, let's say, okay? Let's go to the last but not least, R. stands for reusable. Collections have clear usage licenses and provide accurate information of their provenance. Sure. A bit like the rules of the road on the information superhighway and a way of respecting other users and sharing open access resources. Something that is extremely important, by the way. Sounds like a very good idea. So, this virtual research environment is pretty complex. Who, in the end, who, who will this virtual research environment benefit? Life Watch Eric is building it. Who will be the beneficiaries? Uh, very good question, Julian. Uh, because in addition, in addition to researchers and technologists themselves, you know, it will be it will also benefit environmental managers, policy developers, and politicians at all levels can directly access science based knowledge to help us fight climate change. Mm-hmm. In fact, citizen scientists and educators can also also access and add data and help involve everyday citizens in reversing biodiversity loss and ecosystem degradation, which are undermining our own well-being and prosperity. Everything of this, in addition to the proper raising awareness and dissemination purposes. That's obvious, no? In addition, we are not working alone, no. We work with other, in collaboration with other research infrastructures and other ERICs, European Research Infrastructure Consortiums, not only in Europe, but also in a pan-European context. That's the case with the, our sisters and brothers, 
from Latin America and Caribbean, Africa, and Oceania areas, among others. Therefore, this technology is available worldwide and are supporting to create jobs in the green transition to circular economies and contribute to achieving the United Nations Sustainable Development Goals being based on the European Union Green Deal and Blue Growth Principles by putting in value one of our mottos, one of our mottos that states advancing the green revolution through digital transformation. Again, everything in the context of the Sustainable Development Goals. Um, I think that, uh, Julian, this is very nice uh, because uh, you are paving the way to these Sustainable Development Goals, no topic. What do you think? Uh, now I ask, now I'm questioning you, dear uh, interviewer. So what do you think about that? Well, Juan Mi, I think these um, Sustainable Development Goals are so broad in their scope and and obviously being adopted by governments around the world, you talk about the green transitions and digital transformation. I think we may have to come back and, and do another another podcast on this topic. What do you think? Excellent. This is a magnificent idea. I fully supported you for this idea too. Quadvi, <laughs> sure. look, it's, it's great to talk to you. I, I love your dedication to this work. It's great. It's a fascinating discussion. Thank you very much. On giants, on, on giant shoulders such as you that are making a terrible, magnificent, terrible in the good sense of the meaning, uh, work for raising dissemination and awareness in something so important, in this case for invasive species, but also in general context for biodiversity and preservation of our mother earth in general terms. Thanks so much, Julian, Mr. Julian Kenny and rest of the team. Thanks so much. Thank you, Juanvi. Thank you. And um, and a great big thank you to our listeners too, present and future. Uh, remember, if you'd like to know anything more about who we are and what we do, please visit our website, www.lifewatch.eu. Um, thanks very much for being with us today and I look forward to our next encounter. <laughs>